are you gonna turn on? There it goes. Alright, there we go. Yo, welcome back. Welcome back to the first uh, dual, uh, dual podcast, right? So it's going to be me. Uh, What's well, going to be? Let's introduce him first. It's going to be uh, Mr. Bo Miles from the Artist Artistry of Podcast and uh, me, the Bamcast. So uh, yeah, welcome, guys. Uh, let's in, let's uh, let Mr. Uh, Patzer come on in. All right, so here we are. Look, guys, we back up in this piece. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. I'm super excited for this. We've been playing this for quite a while, uh, and I'm glad that we're finally getting to do it. There's a lot of moving pieces, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get on to it. So uh, do you want to talk about what we're going to do today, or you want me to talk about it? What do you want to do? Uh, so look, guys, we got, we, we've been cooking up a treat for you guys. <laughs> and uh look we might do a re a redo okay we might reboot at with scissor hands yeah we might just fix a beginning a middle or the end we don't know we might come up with a prequel we might uh reboot the whole series you never know how it's gonna go but uh it's definitely gonna be entertaining and yeah. get your money ready to, to <laughs> buy tickets for this thing blockbuster summer blockbuster um so yeah basically the way i describe it too is it's either gonna be a prequel a sequel or a reboot Basically, these are what-if uh, movie script ideas. So it's just a thought exercise. You guys can, you know, give your input and drop some little ideas. Maybe we'll work it into the script and, you know, pass you a couple of pennies if it, <laughs> if it ever comes out in royalties. We'll see. <laughs> right, right. Probably not. Y'all probably not going to get nothing, okay? Like, yeah, to be mean... honest, yeah, let's not make no promises now. <laughs> right, right, right. Y'all not, not even going to be able to talk to me no more. Like, I'm going to be like Eris on the stream. Like, <laughs> He's one of those. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to not talk to you. <laughs> All right, boom. So it looked like the chat is, I can see the chat. Looks like it's going good. Yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so this is both, this is going to be a live podcast with video and, and, and maybe some uh, thumbnails and stuff we can look at and talk about. And it's also going to be an audio on the, uh, you know, audio side. So uh i'm gonna leave all the links in the description if you guys want to see the artistry of podcast or the bandcast podcast it'll be in the links of uh you know in the description of this video all right so where do we want to start all right well let's uh let's let's take our initial impressions of the film got you good idea and good then idea. that way we can all right look let's get into it then get into so. it. So today we're going to do Edward Scissorhands. It's just a, this is a movie that's near and dear to my heart. How do you feel about it? Do you want me to call you Patser or Bo? It, it, yeah, you call me Pat. It don't matter, man. Whatever. You, you call all me right, Ronnie. Right. It don't even matter, man. Like, it's all it's all good. But uh, <laughs> Thanks, Booth. Uh, yeah. Man, I, I like the um, the music, man. The mu like, that was one of the main things. Mm -hmm. Danny that Elfman. Just, that just stuck with me about this film. Like, when I saw it as a young tyke. It was the music, man. Yeah, uh, the composer is Danny Elfman. Exactly that that hit that hit home. I think before this movie, I was so young, I didn't really, you know, recognize uh, composers or, or just music soundtracks in general. I think this and Batman by Tim Burton were two of the films that got me into like, whoa, I need to start listening to these 
soundtracks. I'm real big on movie soundtracks now. Uh, so yeah, that was a big one for me. Other other than that, this is a huge movie from my childhood. I'm pretty sure a lot of us uh, grew up with this movie around a time like this movie was kind of meant for us because if you were like a young teen or like a preteen, you kind of felt like Mr. Scissorhands here. <laughs> uh, and then just the aesthetics of it, how dark it was, and 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 the, the creations and the creatures and and the the contrast from that you know that colorful town to that ominous castle and all, you know, just the way they played with colors and stuff like that i like that type of stuff yeah yeah man i um i thought one of the main like like i said the main thing that stuck out to me was the music uh then from there just the settings the set pieces the environment i really i really resonated with the snow just like in baltimore mm. especially during the 90s we used to get blizzards and um i remember you could jump you could jump out a second story building into the snow like it was wow. that high like it was crazy i'm talking like 10 10 feet of snow so um that's pretty awesome that sounds yeah. like fun jump off roofs and shit huh yeah yeah man it was i mean it was just fun like 90 80s like during the late 80s and the early 90s man we was getting blizzards and uh mm. so like that just the 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 snow aspect of it really resonated with me it just kind of made me feel like you know like this is winter yeah yeah this is a, this is a christmas movie right right this is a Chris, the christmas movie of christmas movies like other people like to put on uh i don't know home alone what else they like to put on uh, rudolph the red nose ring yeah frost the snowman i put on edward scissorhands uh i actually haven't watched it in a long time i i watched it for a good solid decade like every year like no no joke maybe more and maybe twice a year uh i i need to go back and watch it but i'm pretty sure my memory is really clear on it because i've seen it so much uh oh yeah yeah man i um i i did a a quick like re a quick speed run on it oh did you yeah yeah so that. i did a quick speed run um maybe a couple days ago kind of yeah. catch me up uh because one of the main things about these type of films i, I really like it is like, all right, I, I watched him as a 10 year old, but my understanding of the world was completely different, right? covered, right? Mm -hmm. It was, it, look, I couldn't see the world, right? So you watch mm -hmm. these movies as a 10 year old, but you really don't know what you're watching. So some of the things, maybe you're looking at the action, you, you're looking at the yeah. set pieces, right? But you're not really understanding the story and what they're really trying to say on a conscious it, level. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As you get older, you start understanding the concepts more and more. And the, with the more viewings, you always find something more that you like uh, or understand better. You're like, oh, I didn't get that before. I didn't. They're, they're saying so much in this film. It's crazy. Yeah, um, man. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Um, yeah, they're just saying so much in this film. Let, can I talk about who the cast is here for a minute? All right, yeah. So yeah, we got, you up. know, let's cook it up. Yeah, yeah. You got Johnny Depp as Edward Scissorhands. Everyone knows that. Why? Why Ryder? I was in love with her around this time. <laughs> she plays Kim, the love interest. You got uh, Diane West as Peg. That's the mom. I love the mom in this mom. Like, oh, she was just such a nice lady, well, welcoming. Like, I was like, man, I felt so good. Like when she found Edward, I was like, man, this is like the perfect person to uh finer then you got anthony michael hall who played jim he was the jerk i hated this guy as a kid i hated this guy this was everybody's uh you know 
if you had a rival at school or if you had a bully at school, that was this guy. He was like the epitome of that. Mm. And then you had a bunch of like awesome neighbor characters for sure. You know, like all that was cool. You had, what is it? Alan Arkin as Bill. He was the dad. He was also, he was really cool. Like when he gave Edward the uh, lemonade, <laughs> which was like whiskey. Uh, he was just a cool guy. Like he, he was real chill. I like him. Uh, and then you had Robert, is it Oliver? Uh, he's like, uh, he's Kevin. He's the little brother. He's a, he, I related with him a lot when I was a kid because he got the biggest sisters and all that going on, all their drama that you're living with. Uh, and then, I mean, just like I said, there's, a, oh, Vincent Price. You can't forget Vincent Price, boy. Yeah. I fell in love with Vincent Price on this movie. I started going back and watching his older movies, not realizing that Vincent Price was Tim Burton's, like, hero, dude. Right. Like, apparently, yeah. Tim Burton didn't have a good relationship with his dad or not a very close one. So he'd go to the movies all the time and he saw Vincent, Vincent Price. So a lot of his movies influenced him, but he also saw him as a father figure. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy because this movie basically is... It's basically Tim Burton's uh, childhood and the way he felt, how isolated he felt. He felt like, so basically he made a drawing of Edward years ago. Uh, and then, cause he felt like that and he had like these scissor hands and stuff. Um, and he always wanted uh, Vincent Price to play, you know, the father figure in that film, which is crazy. Cause that's kind of like, Hey, you're my dad. I need you <laughs> in my magnum opus over here. And he, he agreed. He agreed. Yeah. It's crazy. And it was like, his, I think it was his final film. That Vincent Price did. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he like he passed away like three years later. Three years later, it's oh, crazy. It was like three days. Like, look, man, I'm gonna make sure this is gonna be your final film. Like, yeah, poisoned him on set. It was like but, a, a big uh -huh. uh, conspiracy, but no, that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> nah, and they got along great. You know how they say, "Don't meet your heroes," but in this case, it worked out great, man. They, Especially they... when you paying them. You know, look, yeah. man, you pay, like, look, yeah. that's the best way to meet them. Okay, look, man, I'm giving you, uh, yeah. Three thousand dollars to play this short role. He like, all right, well, look, man, you know. Yo, yo, in the chat, welcome, uh, Boost and Nico. Thanks, guys. I do appreciate y'all. Uh, if y'all have any input on this, feel free to, you know, throw it at us, and at some point we'll, we'll uh, address it. All right, what do you what do you want to do now, Patsy? What do you think? All right, so let's um let's go ahead and kick it off with, with the beginning, mm -hmm. like just kind of quick overview of the story right and then mm -hmm. that way we can know where we're okay do we want to reboot it do it just totally go in a different direction do, mm -hmm. do does it need a prequel, prequel or sequel does it or need reboot. a sequel right yeah. so so yeah so go ahead since you know this is one of the ones that was close to you mm -hmm. go ahead and drop uh you know a quick synopsis of it uh we also are going to pull it up on on here as well but yeah go ahead but um, oh, feel free if you if you'd like to do it. Do you if you, do you have a good memory of it, or what do you want to do? All right, so let's see, man. No, I don't really have a, a good memory. Great of memory it, of it. But yeah, but I have it pulled like. Um, so basically, this movie uh, starts with uh, it starts with uh, this dreary castle, and you're seeing like little glimpses of it, this and that, right? Um, I don't think you even see Edward in the very beginning. Uh, it's been a while. But the main thing where I remember the movie starts is you have this Avon saleswoman, uh, Peg, the mother figure in this, and she's going door to door in this perfect suburban town, but it's real hypocritical and it's real like, uh, it's really, 
like it's supposed to be a perfect town, but you find out later that this town is not so perfect and the people in there are pretty horrible, despite of how, you know, how nice they may seem. But anyway, she's going door to door and not making no sales. And she finally looks at the uh, castle <laughs> or mansion that's on the edge of town. She's like, decides to, uh, you know, let me make a trip out there. See if anybody wants any of these, uh, this face makeup or <laughs> this eyeliner. <laughs> uh, she makes a trip up there and she's like knocking, kind of finds door open, walks in, and, uh, you know, she explores a little bit. Anyways, makes her way up to the attic, and, uh, you know, she sees some movement, and you see this dark, ominous figure just, like, kind of lurking and just in the darkness, and here comes Edward, uh, you know, <laughs> fucking scissors or claws and all, and he's, he kind of looks like a movie monster, like, he looks, that's what I like about this movie, it's, it's so many different genres, it's, it's, you know, movie monster, it's horror, it's comedy, it's drama, it's everything. Anyways, she decides, you know, they meet, she's kind of freaked out a little bit, but she's such a nice lady, she decides to bring him down to uh, to live with them, because she just knows that he's there, you know, homeless, basically, like, we're not homeless, but, like, living alone. Um, so, yeah, she brings him into her world, and, you know, every, every everybody that meets him kind of is kind of standoffish with Edward at first. Uh, as the movie goes, they start to, you know, some people start to, to like the guy or love him. And some people just want to use him because he has these great talents. He's really artistic. He's, he's actually pretty useful. And it's kind of like some people only like him because they can use him for something. Right. Uh, and some people, you know, can see deeper than that. Um, Let's see. I'm trying not to make this take too long. Uh, then, you know, he he finds that, you know, Peg has this daughter named Kim. It's almost like love at first sight for him, which I don't blame him. He's been stuck in that castle for who knows how long. Plus, right. Winona Ryder was hot as hell. Also, they were actually a real life couple during this during this film. She was actually underage, though. She was like 17. My man was like 25 or something. <laughs> Look, so look, that's how look. That's how you gotta get down. You know, be. Look, man, you playing a, a a monster. You might as well dabble into the dark arts yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. So uh, he falls in love with her slowly, and as he gets to know her more and more, he really starts to fall for her. And at first, she's kind of like freaked out by him. Anybody would be. Uh, and then she starts to kind of catch feelings for him, even even though she has a boyfriend, which is uh, he's a super he's a jerk man. He's like the uh alpha male of jerks right isn't um, he like a foot isn't he like captain of a football team or at least has a jerk has like one of those letterman jackets or something yeah 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 he's one of those clean cut uh anyways um so of course you know all kinds of all manner of stuff happens in between all these events and uh you know they keep so edward keeps taking this town's abuse like they love him one day and they hate him another day uh, and especially that boyfriend, he really pushes his button. Uh, but he let, he puts up with it because he loves Kim, and you know doesn't want to doesn't want to go against her in any way. Uh, anyways, it eventually gets to the point where you know they get Edward in trouble because Jim wants to go. He's like a greedy bastard too. He wants to go steal some money from the vault at his dad's house, and uh, Edward goes with them willingly because uh, you know they're like. Because Kim asked him, right? And uh, he ends up, you know, the alarm goes off. Everyone jets. Edward gets trapped 
with all the doors closed and stuff. And now people are really looking at Edwards sideways. Um, and then just from there, just it just keeps getting worse and worse for Edward. And the bully keeps pushing him. He keep, he keeps literally just pushing him uh, to the point of where Edward just gets to this one scene where he's just like cutting off all this shit. And he's like, fuck this. <laughs> there's a lot of there's this, this awesome scene. I should show it where he's just like cutting off his shirt. He's like, fuck this shit. He's like done with this society bullshit. And uh, he like kind of goes on a little bit of a uh, uh, rampage there, which leads into some of the stuff I would like to see for some of my ideas for this movie. I know I'm skipping over a lot. I just don't want this part to take too long. No, Anyways, sorry. yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, I don't want to make the whole video about this synopsis, but eventually they chase Edward back to the castle where he came from, and Billy tries to go up there and kill him. Um, you know, at this point, him and him have fallen in love. They've embraced. They both have said, you know, I love you or this and that. Yeah. And she's ready to leave Jim. Fuck Jim. Um, Put anyways, that cock up in there. That's yeah, what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. So Edward uh, goes to the castle. Kim meets him up there, and she's like, you know, I want to be with you, and this and that. Well, when they're having a hugging little embrace, and I think possibly first kiss, um, Jim walks in. He sees that shit, and this dude is carrying a uh, fucking uh, what is it? Revolver. Starts taking yeah. shots at him and shit. Boy. Man, it, it get like the action there really picks up. There's a few moments of action in this film, uh, and that one's really great. It's at the very end. They fight it out. Edward's still like he's like a monster, and he could fuck you up if he wanted to, but he's still like he has a heart. Like he has like he he has so much he's all about love, basically, right? He just wants love. He wants to show love. But this gym guy keeps pushing him. Anyways, he finally like I think Kim finally defends him. Uh, gets him off of Edward, and uh, she's like, you know, she's gonna kill him. She finds like an extra pair of scissors. No, she gets his hand, puts it up to his neck, neck, and is telling Jim, "Stop this, or I'll kill you myself." Right? And Jim like kind of freaks out for a minute, but then he slaps that shit out of the way, and it, the the hand cuts Kim, and Edward stands up and he sees that Kim's fucking hurt, and that's it. That's it. That, they've pushed this man too far. He turns around and fucking Wolverines this dude right in the fucking yeah. gut and walks him towards the window, pulls that shit out, and uh, basically Jim falls out the window and he's dead. Uh, after that, you know, Kim realizes this probably isn't going to work because, you know, he just murdered this guy. And all she wants to do is keep Edward safe. So she takes out, there's like lots of parts in this mansion where Edward was created, uh, which by the way, I skipped to how he was created, sorry. Uh, picks up a claw and basically, um, you know, says, hey, Edward's dead. This is the evidence. Uh, but that's how the movie ends. There's a lot more to it. You guys should watch the film. I'm skipping over it because I kind of want to get to. Right. Know, let me know if uh, I skipped anything that you want to talk about. Uh, oh, all right. So because I, I think no matter how we no matter how we uh, run with this, mm -hmm. we got to bring up this the old woman. The right? old woman. The that's the part I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, so she's telling the story to her from the very beginning, right? Yeah, right. In the very beginning, she's telling the story to her granddaughter about this boy who had scissors for hands, right? So while she's telling the story, everything that Bam just said—that's what she's telling. Yeah. And then at the very end, we 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 uh, return to the old woman, and we find out that it it's her, it's Kim. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
She's an old hag, right? That pussy yeah. been beat up multiple times. <laughs> she and, has uh, grandchildren. She's telling right. the story to two grandchildren at this point. Right, right, right. So she definitely liked to get cum in her. You feel me? And um, <laughs> and then, you know, like she passed it on to her kids. Like, yo, look, man, let, definitely let people skeet up in you. So, so after <laughs> that, she she says, you know, I I haven't been up there to see him. I don't want him to see me as an old, you know, hoe. Yeah. Um, I want know, him to remember me the way yeah, I was. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Before she had that V card pulled, you know. So, so yeah, man. I, I think because no matter how we flip and run this story, look, I got some ideas for who's telling the tale, right? So, gotcha. so uh, I, I think you look, man. I think you you knocked it out the park. You summed it up. Yeah, yeah. If you guys really want to know the story, you should watch the movie first and then come back and watch this. But uh, you know, in the future. All right. Uh, so, what do you? Do you want to go into what we should do with it? You yeah, can start yeah, talking look, about. Look, I mean, you want a sequel? You want a prequel? Look, man, you look. How you how you feeling about it? Do you what, feel what? like the story is complete? What, yes. what needs to happen for, so, for today's audience? So, in the audience, if you guys want us want a prequel, sequel, or reboot, you guys let me know. But uh, for me, I definitely want a sequel to this. Now, my sequel might be different from what Patcher has in mind. Uh, I have something kind of clicked up in my head. It's not I complete. Agree. We'll work it out. You know, some yeah. details will be missing. Um, but yeah, I would want to. I would want a sequel. Uh, also, it's going to be imaginative. Uh, what's a movie that did this? So in my head, and this might be also the thirteen-year-old uh, boy in me, where it's kind of like what I want to see. Uh, but it might not fall under the same movie genre as this one. But it kind of will because Edward Scissorhands with a it's, it's a horror, it's a comedy, it's a drama. You know, it's a love story. Uh, it's about a perfect town, but it's also about these ominous, you know, subjects. So the story might go in a different direction, is what I'm trying to say. All right, Patrick, what do you think? All right, so with the, I like man, I would like a like a reboot or because like if we take it to a dark place like like all right we make him the anti-hero that's what i want i want him to be an anti-hero right so, see yeah. so now i feel like but that look that that's a good that's a good uh origin story right a good mm -hmm. beginning story yeah um, yeah solid and so the sequel is all right and the so, progression of him look mm -hmm. and now he's he's this new you know this new imagine this new reimagining of him so so when we say anti-hero, we would mean someone like, for me, I would mean someone like the Punisher or like the Crow. The Crow would be a good one. The Crow yeah, would be a good yeah, one. That's exact, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, right. you know, is uh, like the Crow. <laughs> yeah. Boo says Claymation reboot. It's not a bad idea. It'd be like Coraline. The look would be there. It, and actually, it could be. It could be live action. It could be uh, in any media, right? It could be animation or it could be Claymation. Right, they they should combine. They should. This film, yeah, this film needs to be a combination of everything that came before it. Yeah, you see, like get to give it something new, to give it that new, that like you know something is something is something is weird about this, right? It needs that because because Edward is weird, right? Eddie Eddie sees. Look, man, he he's weird. He needs a film to really capture the essence of him. Right, because now we're going to be looking at it from his perspective. That would be cool. What, like, what if it would be so? It would start live action, but anytime there would be any kind of like 
uh, drama, it would switch to like a different media, like uh, medium. Like so that. like, let's say like the action scenes would all be like, uh, have you seen that show Castlevania? Like super stylized action, basically. Imagine vampires or Blade, uh, that type of stuff, right? Uh, but the drama would be maybe in, in real life. And then like the segments where it's kind of like they're falling into this perfect utopian society that would be like claymation or, or something else like that yeah. that would be cool yeah and, and and like blending it too blending where it yeah. it's not just one thing but it's like it's like it's blending each so let's say the whoever's playing edward scissorhands he has like what jack from um jack from a nightmare before christmas mm, right yeah 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 so so you probably would have to shoot, you would have to shoot the movie, like my thinking from a technical level is that you would have to shoot it several times. So you would have to have a claymation um, part of the scene that you've done. Mm -hmm. You have the regular, and then you have the regular with the green, with the green work, with the green screen as well. Yeah. And then that way in, in post-production, they're blending it all together to you know, to give it that, yeah, like, yeah. man, this is weird. Like, how has it been done? And so from a technical level, like, that's how I'm seeing, that's how I'm seeing, you know, it all come together. Yeah. And there's actually a movie that has kind of done something sort of like this, not not as far as we're talking about. But if you guys have seen that Mr. Rogers movie, I think it's called Won't You Be My Neighbor or something. Uh, it's all about Mr. Rogers' life. And, well, it's not all about his life, but it has to do with that. And some guy that's going through some issues that used to love Mr. Rogers, and he has to interview him. Uh, it goes from segments of real life, but anytime he goes into a dream state, he's inside the puppet rolled. Remember, yeah. Mr. Rogers had a what was it? What was the kingdom called? The kingdom of never, whatever it was, I forget now. But yeah, he's talking to the puppets, he's puppet sized. It's crazy, they're fully animated. Pretty cool, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what you want? You we, we want to cook up the sequel or what? Or you want to? I would like reboot. the sequel, but if you want right. to do the reboot, you can do the reboot. You want to go no, no, first? No, no, no. We can, uh, look, look, let's cook up the sequel. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, we're going, we go, look, let's, let's do that. I'm ready for the sequel. Okay. So let me show some uh, quick clips. I'm not going to have to sound too loud, but uh, just so you guys have an idea of, like, where I'm coming from. The only time I would watch Edward to the hands, again, I was a 13-year-old kid, so I'm, like, Edward, like Patrick said, you see some stuff more than other stuff. You focus, you're not completely understanding what the story is telling you, but it would still fit. Uh, anyway, so we have parts of this movie where you can see the anger that's building up in Edward, and, and, and it definitely builds up in three different scenes specifically, maybe more, uh, where he's being this great guy, but people keep stepping on him. So here's one after uh, he got, they got in trouble for uh, breaking into Jim's dad's house. And he sticks up for Kim, doesn't tell, doesn't rat on any of them because he ain't no rat and uh, takes it all on his shoulder. He, yeah, he gets in trouble. Right. And that's basically he was trying to, he was trying to build this beauty parlor because he's good at cutting hair. Right. And all that got taken away from him. Uh, anyways, this is basically him, him uh, taking that on the chin. Let me share this with Patrick too. Let me see what would be the best way. Let me know if you can see this, Pat. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Pull it, maybe. Um, we'll just pull it. You can see it just yep, fine? Yeah, yeah, I can, can see it. You see the YouTube page or no? Yep, yeah, I see the YouTube page. All right. Uh, oh, wait, let me do it. 
Let's see. So send on. It might sound terrible and look terrible for you, but don't worry. The end product will look good over here. All right. Um, um, so yeah, so this is basically him, the way he deals with that after him, like he thinks him is running to her boyfriend to, uh, you know, just run back to him and forgot about Edward, but she's actually going out there to scold his ass and being like, how could you do that to Edward? This is where she kind of starts feeling for him. Uh, I wonder if you guys can see it over here. There we go. There we go. You guys should be able to see it now. So she's like, this bitch, after everything I did for her, still running back to this asshole. When are you going to stop? I did what I could. My old man thinks he's retarded, otherwise he'd still be in jail. What more do you want from me? You could tell the truth. So could you. You were there too. It wasn't my do. You know what? Overlay is messed up, Blue says. Overlay's messed up. I don't get why you give such a shit anyway. The over oh yeah that, that that happens don't worry about the overlay that'll happen whenever i play a clip like this and i'm sharing it with pats here so this man is is irate right now scratching up the fucking walls of the house where they took him in and he gets in trouble for this later on just listen to the music and he's so angry he kind of hates this scene, he kind of hates himself, but he hates the role, too. The way they're treating him. And that, it does, this clip kind of cuts off, because this is all I could find of it. But it, he does it, this, he scratches a few more times, and it gets more intense every time, right? So I love these scenes of his aggression and his anger building up. The other one that I love is, uh, this is one of my favorite scenes. This is the only clip I could find of it. Yeah, this is when Tim Burton was great. This is his best film to me. This and uh, what was the other one I'm going to say? Beetlejuice, maybe? So, so this is after Edward's done with this fucking society bullshit. Like, he, he wants to be himself. He's tired of this. Get, get pushed. Uh, they always blame everything on him. They always, like, trying to say he's a monster. So to me, this is the part where he's like, you want me to be a fucking monster? All right, I'm going to be the monster you guys want me to be. <laughs> he's cutting off all his shit. I used to love this scene. I would just play this scene over and over when I was a kid. Look at this shit. <laughs> and the neighborhood's freaking the fuck out. I would too, man. Fucking tires and shit. It's crazy because you, you get to see how dangerous he can be if he, if he wasn't this nice, lovable guy. Then you got this religious freak right here who, who's been calling him... Saying he's the spawn of Satan and all kinds of shit. The whole movie trying to turn the town against against him. Well, she's finally getting her wish, but he's tired of her shit too. So he goes out to her fucking bushes. And this is where the movie kind of turns into a horror movie too. Like a slasher or something. <laughs> he leaves her a nice little devil. He's like, here, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to be a devil, I'll be a devil. I love all these scenes. Those are cool. That type of stuff. A lot of my sequel is going to be based off of this type of shit. Uh, and then, of course, the final act. Again, if you haven't seen this movie, go fucking watch it before you watch this. This will be the last scene. Yeah, yeah, Batman Return was. was yeah, uh, yeah. Batman was good, too. 
right, so that's where he takes him out. Fuck, Jim. All right, so all right. let me take that out of here. Um, all right, let's stop screen sharing. Yeah, the overlay misses up whenever I do that, so don't worry about it, guys. I do appreciate it. But uh, yeah, these type of scenes uh, just threw me to this movie. Because you feel like this when you're a teenager. You feel like people are, are you know, they're not understanding you. or They keep pushing your buttons, right? Uh, but yeah, he was done with Jim at that point. He He hurt the love of his life. And it wasn't so much that he was protecting himself. It was more like he's going to protect her because he's already uh, hurt him. But yeah, that's that's where that goes. Um. All right. So yeah, this was basically like, what was it? Like a gothic fantasy or fairy tale, right? That's what this was. Uh, I want to kind of continue on, on to that. All right. So for me, mm, let me make sure I'm not, everything looks good. We don't need to share this anymore. All right. There we go. All right, so for me, um, I would like, you know what I can share? I can share one more thing. Let me share this. Uh, I'll show this with you too, Pat. All right. So, you know you can see it. All right, so the overlay is going to be, ah, you know what? I'll do this with the overlay so it doesn't look so bad. All right, so for me, I found like images online and this sequel that I want to make, it would be awesome because it'd be a mix of things. It would be a slasher movie. For sure, right? Where we get moments like what you just saw where uh, he's creeping in the background. You see this figure. P the, the music tones and pitches change. Uh, doesn't mean he's going to be a slasher or maybe he is. You won't know, right? Till as the movie goes on. But, there's, you know, here's another image I found. It's kind of like, because uh, he's kind of like Frankenstein's monster almost, right? Yeah. This gives it that black and white feel. There might even be black and white segments in it. Uh, maybe from the flashback, like Boost was saying. Uh, here's uh, you know, some more. There's there's actually quite a bit of blood in this in this film, even though it's not a horror movie, right? So you see this the blood on his claws, and he's kind of like, you know, there's like something mentally going on with him right there, where he's like, man, is this all I am? Is this what I'm made for? Did I go this route? And this is where he kills Jim for sure. But yeah, this that's what all these images are, right? They're just different. Uh, but anyways, here's what I want to do. So, in the next film, the, the it opens up, starts at the mansion, and you're thinking it's still going to be abandoned, and it kind of, for the most part, looks abandoned. Next thing you know, you know, they're doing a little, like, camera fly-throughs. Next thing you know, light, the lights come on, right? And everything's lit up, and it's kind of more like a, a tourist attraction now. There's, like, a class that comes in, and people are, like, looking through it. There's a myth about a scissor-hand man, but it was so far back in, like, the 50s, this movie's... This movie can be set anywhere from the 50s to the 70s, is what I read. Uh, and now it's like 2000, you know, it might not. Actually, I'm thinking about setting it in the 90s, so this might be set in the 90s. But anyways, there's this class going, doing this tour, everything's lit up. And there is a, uh, you know, that, that's like a tourist attraction now, right? It's just this antique home. Uh, anyways, uh, the, ca the camera turns over to this uh, old, like this old guy, right? And you see like little nicks and cuts all over this guy's face. It's not Edward. I'll tell you that right now. But this guy's basically running this uh, exhibit now. He owns the fucking property. He's running the exhibit. And uh, yeah, so he's running that. And then this other rich, rich guy comes in and he's like, hey, uh, you know, I'm trying to buy this place off you. We've, we've been going over this for a couple of years now. And the guy's talking about how he, he wants to demolish this place, right? He wants to demolish it. It's bad look for town, uh, you know, but of course he has other motives. It's not so much that he wants to demolish 
demolish this place. Um, so that's how the movie starts, right? And then you start going into these scenes. Uh, also, this is half baked, guys, so uh, it might not make sense. I'm just baked. I just like thought about it like yesterday and a little bit the day before. So the movie cuts over to the next scene, and there's like the, it, it turns kind of like into a horror movie. Like somebody's being stalked by something. Uh, it's like a, I, I imagine a woman, right? This woman's being stalked through these back alleys or something, right? Trying to make it home. Um, and I don't think, I don't know if it's going to still be in this small town or not, or a big city, but she's being stalked and you know, it's the whole horror movie trope, like this first image that I showed you, you know, like this, this type of feel, she makes it in, in her house. Anyway, she gets it home and whack, you see some scissors, like, I don't know, go through her fucking gut and slash her <laughs> all the way up. Right. Right. Slash her from gut to fucking nostrils. <laughs> and that's the first shot you see of this dark figure that looks like Edward, right? And you see his hands kind of like glistening in the night, uh, night light, right? Or, or whatever, right? The night, uh, moonlight, the moonlight, right? Uh, you might see a scene like this. I'm not sure if I want to completely reveal them or after he slashes, you see some kind of scene like this, right? It's going to be, this is going to be different. It's not going to be so much like this Edward hand that we've seen before. It's going to be different, right? Fucks her up. Now, at this right, point, you're like, let's man. Let's call her Sharon. Uh, well, that. I said, let's call her Sharon. Sharon. All right, Sharon. I'm just Kills putting her. names. Yes, yes. Right? And the movie goes on like that. Like, there's, it cuts back to maybe possibly some flashbacks here and there. You're like, man, what happened to Edward? Like, what happened to all that love he had? All You know, what happened to, uh, you know, every, every, the character that we knew. He's, he's, it was, this character I'm talking about, it was kind of always in him. But uh, anyways, he's going around. There's, there's segments of him killing other people. And there's this, let's say he, on the third person he's going to kill, let's say uh, there's these bots that he's about to kill his like, third victim. And there's these bots that crash through the wall, right? And, and, and take him down. Like, they don't kill him, but they just like tackle him or something, right? And these, and these uh, bots, they, uh, this might be claymation at this point. Uh, these bots wake up. They become animated, right? They're like, they uh they look like the bots in the mansion. Remember that style they had? Let's see if I can find them. Uh, they look like these, but like maybe more up to date. They look like something like this, this type of look, right? Or imagine return to yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, man. Like yo, that no, that bot right there. No, that other one go back. Mm -hmm. That man, that's scary. Just imagine that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but imagine a more updated, more mobile. You can. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on here? There's these bots that are uh trying to take them down. Right. Well, you you come to find out. Take who the bots are taking. Trying the to take bots Edward are trying down. to take Edward down. Right. Okay. Anyways, Edward gets in a fight with one of them, whatever, and he 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 makes it out alive. Right. Well, you come to find out later on in the story that that rich guy that's trying to buy the mansion uh, used to work with Edward's father. Because remember, the, Edward's father doesn't even have a name in this movie. He's just uh, he's just the inventor. You know, like whoa, where did he get all these skills from? He must have been something in his in his life before he was just this cookie maker running this cookie factory. If he could build Edward, basically Frankenstein's monster, right? So to me, that's this is the route it's going. Um, so this guy apparently used to work with this with uh, the inventor, which is Edward's father. Uh, but they started building these machines to uh, I don't know weaponize them, basically, right? Uh, yeah, but, I feel I feel you. Don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't update. You know, you know what I'm saying? So he 
you know, I guess Edward's father didn't like this. So eventually he pulls out that company and he's on his, uh, you know, he, this is when he goes to this mansion and just kind of turns into a recluse. He ends up creating Edward at that point. This is where the flashbacks, uh, uh, happen, right? Um, so you find out he was a recluse that whole time. And, and anyways, that, this is the point where they got to, they want something that's within Edward to perfect their machines, okay. right? Cause he was without his brilliant mind, they can't reproduce Edward. Cause all these other robots are only like, they're not sentient. Like they're not alive. Like Edward, they're just being controlled, let's say through remote control or whatever. Right. So they're not perfect. Uh, so think about this inventor guy, kind of like Tony Stark, right? He's like, you got other people that can do what he does, but not to his level, you know? Like think yeah, about Iron Man too, right? You got all these rip-off robots that just fucking, they, they just don't work. Mm. They're also trying to get into that mansion because he has all his blueprints and his notes in there. That's the other reason that they want that mansion. They want to search for Edward, even though they, don't, they weren't sure he was alive or he was staying there. And they want to get all this information. Uh, so that's kind of like where the movie's at. Um, there's, oh, so Edward starts to find out as he's defeating these robots or whatever that, you know, Edward's been, I don't know how long he's been alive, but he's needing new parts, right? So he starts finding out that, hey, this guy has this part that works for my kneecap. This part, you know, it's been going out on me. Uh, so he's like, he can use that to repair his knee. And and you guys are like, well, how's he going to, he has scissors for hands. How's he going to fucking, <laughs> how's he going to install that or, you know, rig that up? Uh, well, basically that, remember that old guy that I said it was running the mansion? Remember that guy? He, uh, let me stop screen sharing here for a minute. Uh, the, all right. So remember the old guy that was running the mansion? Uh, that's actually his name. Was it, was it Billy? Let me, let me double check here. One second. That old guy was the, the young kid that Edward saved in the first movie. Uh, remember, uh, Jim was all drunk and he almost ran over Kim's brother in the movie and Edward yeah. comes in and swoops him up and saves him, right? Well, but remember when he saved him, Edward was kind of like freaking out, trying to like help him, but he was cutting up his face. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And that's another reason they thought he was a monster and they ran him out. Um, that old kid, he took over the mansion. I mean, that, that kid is an old man now. He took over the mansion. That's why he has all the little scars on his face. The same kid, right? Um, it's not deep. It's just subtle, like Harry Potter type stuff, right? But he's the one that, that took over kind of like the inventor role. He doesn't know everything, but he can help repair Edward as needed as he's finding these parts from these other bots. Mm, so that's where I'm at with that. Uh, also, well, that's where I am with that. I don't know if I want to say the other part. Um, there's more, but... It's kind of still half baked in my head. Uh, All right, so let's hear what Patcher would like to do. He might go in a completely different direction. No, no, no. I'm gonna work with with, uh, with what we have. Only thing I'm gonna do is kind of jot it down. Bring some stuff. Uh, just bring some stuff to it. So that's all. So only thing I'm I'm gonna be doing is adding to it. Mm. Kind of, you know. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, if I if I say this, if I don't say this next part, it's gonna make it look like uh, Edward's a bad guy. So. You find out that these people that Edward has been killing, uh, these people are with that that group of investors that are trying to buy buy the basically the group of evil inventors, and they've been running experiment on on children, on you know 
feeble women, on on homeless people. Just the worst of the worst. That's why Edward's been going around um, taking them out. Some reason like that. We can think of a better reason, but Edward is not just the killer. He's taking these guys out for a particular reason, right? All right. So working with that, right? Because we want Edward to uh, to be an, an anti-hero, right? Or anti-hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's not afraid to uh, take desperate measures to get the job done, right? So with that, with that being said, we, uh, let's, let's screen share my, my screen over here so we can see this. Ooh, this is a, this is a nice one. I like this. Oh man. All right. So here, let me hit screen share. And boy, all right. Okay, so hopefully you guys can see my screen. Uh, I had your name tag wrong. No, all right. So here, bring it up to um, yeah, yeah, to this old hag-looking chick right there here. You, you see my. My cursor is uh is hovering around our face. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me screen share that here so people can see it. All yeah. right, there we go. All right. So can you see this one? Like I don't know what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, so it's an old lady that looks like she looks like the lady from Titanic. Real old. Yeah, yeah it is. Is that it's actually the lady from Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so remember in the in the the original, it starts off with some old lady telling a story. Right? Well now. We and that, so that the story we get is from this old lady, and it's Kim, right? And at the end, mm -hmm. we see that okay, this is uh, Kim telling the story. Well, this old hag, she, she's um, Edward's sister. So it's the so. Um, the father, Vince Price or whatever, right? He didn't mm -hmm. have a name. So the father, he actually, let's say he, you know, this is his granddaughter or this is his daughter. It don't matter which one, mm -hmm. but this is actually some biological child or creation, right? It could even be um, a, a, the, the last robot that, that he made. I like it. Brainstorming. All right. Yeah. Right. Now this, this last robot, as you can see, she's old but but when we when we first get the story and i hear let me stop uh sharing because we know that all right this is the old hag that's telling the story so we're, we're paralleling with the first one okay but her story is going to be like i said she's uh the last creation and this is going to fit into what you're saying with uh sharon when sharon dies and all of these people that's dying because they actually kidnap this girl as a little girl Right. And they knew that that she was a robot. The father, he created some way for 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 the robot to age. OK, so right? she. Yeah, because as we haven't mentioned, we keep forgetting to mention Edward's immortal for the most part. Right. He's sort of right. immortal. He doesn't age. And at the end of the movie, the ladies, uh, Kim is an old lady. And at the end of the movie, he's still the same, you know, same age. Right. Right. And see. And so. That's the thing with this new robot is that it will age and it will die. 
right mm -hmm. and that's the whole the just the just being finite having a, a finish having an end is what truly gives you know definition to life and that's that's uh father's greatest gift was not creating uh immortality but actually creating uh, uh a finite ending right so they they want to take they want to merge the little girl and ed to this new biological weapon mm. or to extend the life of the new billionaire guy whatever right yeah yeah wants it for his own thing working it out i, I like it yeah right. it, it could go either way yeah, working it yeah. out yeah see, ed he's protecting right he knew that um he knew that this was the last creation right he didn't know it was going to be the last but he knew that this was the the where the father was was working so that might be what so that might be why he's going so such right. extremes to protect yes to stop these people these evil people but also protect that mansion right because yeah because it's in actually, is, that, is that creation inside the mansion or yeah is, yeah yeah they got her yeah that's they, why these oh they got people, her yeah okay. these other people are dying because because they have her right and you know he's trying to find he's trying to find them and you know but the extreme measures is because like they're dissecting her it's not just they're they have her it's like the fly too and she's sitting in some uh nice facility you know mm -hmm. uh 360 degree mirrors or uh windows everywhere and yeah the, you know three hots in the cot where, like, nah, nah, where the center like spins yeah yeah like yeah. no nah, it's not it's not like that like no nah, no nah. she is that dog that's getting experimented on right and and only he can hear he has like an inner connection he can't see where she is but he can feel her pain right so so that's why he's so enraged so like that's why he's going to these drastic measures because he knows what they're doing to her does he have some kind of actual connection where he can feel it yeah oh, yeah he has yeah, an actual that's, that's connection only, yeah 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 so he feels what she feels got you okay you know so, like, so that's, yeah. that's good that makes it yeah that's what that's what i was lacking i was lacking a reason for him to go so extreme and this is really helping that right yeah. you know so now because he can feel what she feels he doesn't know where she is but he gets those feelings like so the girl knows who's doing this stuff to her so when he picks up on it like okay you're the one that's been doing this that's causing me this anguish mm -hmm. you know like he wants to 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 put it down by any means necessary. Gotcha. You know, so boom, now we have the these three victims. We got Sharon, um, Tony and Tony and and who else? Let's go with uh Bill Billy. Billy, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so boom, we have our we have a reason for him to to um to be extreme, right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, we'll create different arcs for him to actually help other people, not just himself, but you know, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. you know, but oh. he doesn't feel so, you know, look, look, he's, he's shutting it down. Like, look, he's not worried about yeah, okay, yeah. this guy needs to go to trial. Like, no, nah, he's not worried about that. You that's know? what I, that's, that's what I wanted to see. Like, we, I still want to keep who he is intact. So he still helps the uh, people like that either. He, we doesn't know many people, but people he loves or like innocent Right. He's an anti-hero, so he, you know, he won't kill anyone who didn't deserve it, or he won't take them out or stop them. 
Uh, and he tried, he could even like try to stop them by other means, but if it doesn't work, he can take them out. I'm also right. imagining these action scenes that happen to be real stylized, like, like real stylized, like blade, like blade movies, basically. Uh, so when he fights, that's the type of movement you should expect, but go ahead. No, I was, uh, looking at dark when he was talking about the 13 ghosts. Yeah, levels in the in the lab, like man, that would be. Uh... <laughs> he says, "Oh, do like thirteen ghost level house with a lab basement, maybe a stars lab level could, damn, could be a slaughterhouse simulation, John Wick, but Edward Scissorhands." That's what I'm talking about. I want to see these action scenes, like right. I'm telling, you, like Blade Two or or the Castlevania series, yeah, something, yeah. you know, yeah, like, and 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 like he was saying, like John Wick but without guns like it's mm -hmm. just him and the scissors yeah and we see a glimpse of it in the old film because so what is it uh the the kid who's kind of his caretaker now uh kevin in the first movie he brings edward to school as a uh show and tell <laughs> and he's like uh he possesses the uh the most deadly weapons known to man and edward does this thing where he's like right <laughs> and, he, and everybody's like holy shit uh that's that's the reason Edward learned to fight and get into that stuff because kind of uh, Kevin kind of like turned him on to it and and got him into that type of thinking, you know. Because Edward right, was like, I, right. these are just tools. That's what he was thinking. But as the movie goes, you'll we'll do montages or something. That's yeah. why Edward is more mobile and can move and can fight now. They don't gotta go '80s touch, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, man. I'm with it. I'm with it. And mm -hmm. uh, because Kevin is using him now, Kevin doesn't know about this, uh, the, the final creation. Right. Because Edward, he still is 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 socially awkward mm -hmm. right yep. now. You know, now his true loyalty is is to his kind, his father and his sister. Mm -hmm. His sister is gone. He didn't tell anybody about that, but the, you know, the billionaire, like you said, was working with the dad. So he kind of knows about this stuff anyway. Gotcha. I'm thinking right? that like the way I was thinking uh, that a lot of these boxing creations, Edward, that's, it's a big mansion. There could be some vault that he didn't find it until after the first story about right. the sister and all this. That's the only reason he had to go on living without yeah. him. Right. Even so. the, even the Castlevania, we can pull from the Castlevania story and the lore, mm -hmm. whereas the castle changes, like so. In Castlevania, oh, the castle changes. Yeah, right. It changes like maybe every hundred years or every whatever. But, but yeah, because changes because this inventor couldn't have just invented human life through science. He had right. to have some kind of dark arts going on, some kind of right. magic ability. That's what yeah. I always felt. And it might not be like all magic. It's it's a it's a merger of magic and science. Right, right. But even if it even if it's um or an infinity stone. <laughs> magic right even if it's science no matter what it is this castle or this mansion is alive it's it's alive or possessed by yeah, spirits yeah like it could it's be something you know like yeah it's We're working like, it out <clears throat> it has a consciousness and it's evolving on its own right so just like when you walk in what you can see that's not the whole picture that's not the whole castle right once you get in there it's it's larger than than what you see Right. Mm -hmm. So we just look at it and we like, oh, man, it's just a, you know, a condo. But when you get in there, it's like a city, it's like, man, you know, so so it could be like that to where 
<clears throat> all of this stuff, that's even a, a reveal is that, you know, the lab, like everything, all of that stuff is actually taking place in this castle, right? It's just that huge, you know? And, um, and it's like, man, like, geez. Yeah, yeah, Darkwing saying he had a good comment here. Mm, let's see. He says Vincent Price is known for zombies and reanimation, so that type of films and stuff like that. So yeah. Also, what are we gonna do with Vincent Price? Are we doing any flashbacks or any kind of like stuff that wasn't in the original movie? Because we got to show how he used to deal with these people. I'm thinking <laughs> we're gonna have to do like Star Wars, like Rogue One, where they brought the actors back via <laughs> full CG model. That's the only way. <laughs> or you're gonna have to hire somebody to play Vincent Price that is a that does a spot on job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I don't know. Uh, I don't know. we'll figure about we'll figure out that later once we figure out our budget. Right. <laughs> right, right. But you definitely want him in there. He was uh he could be like um what is Jarvis or <laughs> with Tony. Oh yeah, it's still yeah, alive. So he's in the in house, form. yeah. Like he's he's in the house, his his ghost or his spirit or mm -hmm. whatever. His upload, his you know, his yeah, down, they downloaded his consciousness right, into right. something. Nice. Like we can pull, we can pull from um, American Horror Story season one, mm. where when you die in the house, then you you're there forever, right? You're a ghost yeah. in the house. So, gotcha. you know, like yeah, because the house is magic. Yeah, something's yeah, exactly. going on. But and 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 remember, guys, we're just brainstorming here. Some of these stuff might make it into the script. Some of them might not at all. Uh, Darkwing says the Vincent Price thing, we can just do it through audio recordings, which I think is really good because they did that in Bioshock, the video game. Everything was audio recordings. And then I think the original Batman game, that would be that would be cool, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you just the voice. Yeah, the voice. Yeah, it was in the house, you know, like, but but somehow, some way. Or my, wanted, Edward might just be hearing in this. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, definitely want him in there. Uh, yeah. Or Edward could just be hearing this voice in his head. I don't know. Right. We don't oh, know we where we're take... going. We could pull uh, from Harry Potter, have pictures, pictures of, you know, Vince in mm -hmm. different poses and different things in on the walls. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, and they actually, you know, boom, the, like, yeah, the dialogue is based off of what they right. the painting you're seeing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he'll turn and actually look at you, you know, but that's as really as much as he can interact. Got you, got you. Okay. You know, even through the storytelling and flashbacks you you get all of that stuff through those paintings mm -hmm. and pictures on the wall mm -hmm. you know so you yeah, know we, that's a good that idea. Way we can just that's fit them idea. in there fit that's a good there. idea and actually would be more i think that would be a better idea than trying to cgm you know yeah 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 and then uh, that you can cg the story or or you know how they they make that stuff where it looks fresh and mm -hmm. you know yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. it just kind of becomes turns alive or whatever so so right now we have them. Um, we have the bots taking them down. We have Edward as the key. He's been upgrading through uh, Tony or whatever the brother's name is. No, uh, his name is Kevin. Kevin. So he's been, you know, getting upgrades through Kevin. Yeah. Uh, we have. Is that this... even so should it be upgrades or should it just be he's maintaining them? All right. He's starting okay. to fall apart. That's what I was thinking. He's starting to fall apart after thirty years, forty years. How long has it been? Depends right, when we said it, it. You know. You want to put it 30 or 40 years? Well, how, how old do you think Kim was? How old do you think Kim was at the end of the movie? That's the main thing. If this is a sequel, it'd have to be after the original movie. I think she was probably like 68. Right. So that'll put, you know, Kevin around 50 in his 50s. Yeah, because he was way younger. 
Yeah, yeah, because he was younger, right? So will she will she make it? Will she appear in this one? Or I have an idea for her separate than this, but it's kind of going into your downloading consciousness deal. Okay. I'm I'm letting you go your way, and then I the part earlier where I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to say this, but it's still half baked. I'll say it just once you get done with your the direction you're going. No, 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 we're good. Go ahead. Okay, so the other thing, it was kind of like what you had with he's protecting his sister or something, right? You were saying she, he's protecting the only other being that's like him. What I was thinking, I don't know how we'll work this in there, but uh, we either go that route where Patrick was saying, or we could branch off and go this route where he's still protecting something inside that mansion that Kevin's been working on in the attic. Uh, what I'm thinking is somehow something happened where either Kim died you know, as an old lady, when we see her, maybe a break in, uh, maybe these, this is when the inventors first go and start searching. They know she had a connection to, to Edward, you know, cause he's, uh, and they go and they try to get something goes wrong. They're trying to get her, or get some information from her. She ends up getting offed, who gets killed. Right. Uh, Kevin finds her, brings her bad, her body back to the, uh, the, uh, mansion. He can't save her body, but he saves her mind. Is what I was thinking. So he's been keeping that alive, and him, him and Edward have been retrieving these parts from these other bots, not only to upgrade himself or maintain himself, but to also build onto this other creation, like a woman form of Edward. Right? Uh, she has the scissors too, this and that, and basically what they're trying to do is put that her mind into this, basically make another Edward, but it's him because this is the love of his life. Kevin cares about it because it's his sister. So, you know, this is, again, it's kind of like, like a Frankenstein movie. That's the whole point, too. It's kind of like what Patrick was saying. They're protecting something, and they're trying to get these parts to bring her to life, but they need these parts from these bots as well that Edward's been taking out. Uh, I think I think what's going to happen towards the end of the film is Edward finds this bot, right? Like, they're almost going to bring her bring her back to life, Edward finds his bot, and this bot has something he's never had. He has actual functioning, like, good hands, right? That's what this bot is known for. He, you know, he has actual hands, uh, like a pair of hands. Anyways, awesome fight ensues, and Edward's able to take off this thing's hands, and he's looking at him. Actually, he's already brought, he's already brought Kim back to life, so we get two scissor hand <laughs> people fighting this ultimate bot, right? Edward Scissorhands, two. <laughs> two. <laughs> Corny now. But anyways, uh, they take out this bot, whatever, right? I don't know how it happens. They take out the bot. Edward takes these hands, and, uh, you know, he's, he's looking at them because this is what he's wanted his whole life. But instead of giving them to himself, he passes them over to Kim. That way, Kim can have more of a, a normal life. Uh, I think that would be pretty a pretty touching moment. It's like, he loves these hands. He's always wanted them, but he loves Kim more. So he takes off her scissor hands and gives her real hands that would be dope <laughs> but uh you know i'm I'm just spitballing here all these ideas they may they might sound dumb when i'm saying them out loud i don't know i'm just fucking saying nah, whatever. Nah, look man look look you gotta have that cheese on there you know yeah, look yeah. man what's it what's a good with a good edward scissorhand movie without that cheese okay so <laughs> look you need it on there <laughs> and we don't got, and like I said, we don't got to go that direction. Patrick might want to go a different direction. What do you think? What do you want to nah, do? No, nah, I like that, man. I like that cheese right there, you know, because it's, it's going to be touching, especially 
with the right music. Yeah, because we're gonna have the, the soundtrack. Setting, like it's good. That's gonna yeah. be touching, man. You're gonna have the Edward Edward Scissorhand soundtrack. Maybe a little bit more updated for like this film, but it's still gonna be recognizable. Like there's parts where Edward's going off cutting uh, hairs, and it's like violin music, really right. fast, Fast and Furious violin music. That's gonna be played every time there's a fight or an action scene. Uh, you're gonna have the more horror elements of the soundtrack anytime he's stalking his prey or or one of these evil inventors or from this evil society. Um, and then you'll have like for the more somber or touching moments, you'll have the soundtrack that everybody knows as the Edward Scissorhands theme for the most part, or Ice Dance, I think it's called. Um, so yeah, that's what I was thinking. I say no, no, no. I like it. I like it, man. I um. I think for for the arc, like if if we were using the um, the old lady telling the story, maybe the I old think, lady this time is one of her grandkids. I don't know. Right, right. Now, see, yeah, that's my point. Like, so with mine, the the girl is his sister. Now that we have uh, Kim in there, and she's Edward Scissorhands. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, I feel like both of them should die in this story. Who are the kids? And now, now, like you said, this old lady is his or is Kim's, you know, some type of Kim's descendant now. Gotcha. Um, they both could be up there, you know, cooking up the snow and, you know, doing ice sculptures. Oh, at the but, end? Uh, yeah. Where <laughs> it zooms up to both of them doing it? Right, right. So yeah. now they're getting a blizzard on the town as opposed to, you know, because that's the lore from uh and that's one of the things that i like i know you know i'm just jumping out for a second but but one of the things that i like about you know fairy tales and these type of um i can't even think of the name of a mythologies is like the reason why something happens so in mm -hmm. this town the reason why there is snow is because edward is cutting up those um oh yeah that's those yeah like he's you know like he's cutting making sculptures or whatever that's actually a theme from the first movie. The kids yeah. ask the grandma, Grandma, why does it snow? And that's where right. she goes into that story. Check this out, Patrick. So as this these moments are happening, we're going to be hearing this. Yeah. So as all this is happening, you're going to be hearing <laughs> this. It's dope, right? Yeah, 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 man. That music. Look, man, I remember, man, that music was awesome. Yeah, that music was awesome, especially because they played with it. Depending on the scenes, they played with the tone, especially like when the mentor died and, he, and Edward chopped the hands because he was trying to grab him. Uh, goes from loving to super dramatic when he's starting to die to uh, just like ominous and, and real right. dark whenever he finally passes away and Edward tries to touch him, but he ends up just scarring it, his father. So, yeah. And then I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking like during the fight scenes and stuff, that's where we'll get these. Uh, Nah, not that. <laughs> You'll get these. Oh, man. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it. You'll get these type of sounds for the fight scenes. Imagine they're moving like Blade characters or Castlevania characters. Oh, man, I fucked up. Sorry. Yeah, yeah you this gotta type get of stuff. to all right. I was about to say because that <laughs> that for a fight scene, you got uh, people ice. It's gonna be fast. Like, it's man. gonna be fast. Yeah.
And it might be modified because it's going to be a new movie, you know? You don't want right, to play right, just right. the old movie. Yeah. This type of feel. I mean, imagine I'm running like on rooftops and shit. And, you know what I'm saying? Edit. Uh, this man is a musical genius, so he knows what he's talking about. Pacing <laughs> and timing. So yeah, it's going to be a fast fight, right? So yeah. But that's just me. You know, it might, yeah. be a dumb, it might just be a dumb idea. It might nah, just be nah, a 13 nah, year old in me. Nah, nah, the music, you, you need that. You need the music, okay? So the music gotta be right. And I and I think I think um if you know if you're gonna focus because I can see like a, a like a John Wick type of um not far as with with guns, but just with the scissors. The scissors, yeah. That's why I bring right? a blade, because there's a lot of sword play, right? And maybe throwing of sharp projectiles, you know, right, stuff right. like but that. See, but yeah, not everybody so else's like you know, when we get into like a like fighting game lore, mm -hmm. like everybody else is going to be using guns, okay? Yeah, like that's yeah, what they okay. use now, right? So it'd be like John Wick versus you know Edward Scissorhands. Got you. Um, you know he's going to use the scissors, especially you know? like, the guy, especially using... the, sorry, especially the guy with the gun, the uh, bot with the hand. <laughs> he can use all kinds of stuff. That would be pretty cool, right? You see what I'm saying? But but that's the thing, like, but but uh. You know, Edward Scissorhands, from on paper, he's going to look and seem like the character that no one wants to pick, right? Yeah. Because, like, look, everybody got projectiles, everybody got this, and here you got this one character. He doesn't have any of those projectiles, right? So he's like Voldor from, um, or, uh, from Soul Calibur. Yeah, because you don't want him, you don't want the antagonist, what is it, protagonist to feel so OP. Right. You want him right. to be fighting an uphill battle because you don't want him to seem like, let's say, Superman or something. So, Valdo. Yeah. He actually gets wounded and stuff, which is another reason why he needs Kevin to maintain him. So, that would be right. cool. Right. See, so, like, yeah, he doesn't have any projectiles, but his movement is on point. Like, his, yeah. he's uh, highly evasive and, uh, you know, but he has to get up on his, his victims to, you know, deliver those blows. Yeah. So, you know, so he's highly evasive and he's very quiet. He's very sneaky. You know what I mean? So that he can deliver those type of uh those type of blows. But like you said, every now and then, I mean, look, he's gonna get hit. But luckily for us, he's uh he is fixable, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can fix him. But um, and I, but I like the way you, that you're going where he never gets those hands. Right. Yeah, he doesn't get him. Him gets like, him though. That way she can right. live a live a more normal life. I like the part that they're actually gonna finally get to be together. That might be the cheese, but you know, right? Gotta give him a reason to Cue fight. So, yeah. <laughs> you just gotta give him a reason to fight that aggressively. That's what I'm trying to get across. Like, if I we're gonna see him be so aggressive and be so violent, then I need to give him a good reason. You know, yeah, he's a yeah, loving yeah. character. No, no, no. I, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree with that. And and I, I like that direction. And especially from an action scene, from an action perspective, I think that the John Wick style action pieces where it's just one flowing, is no is no real cuts, it's just boom, he's just clearing out. He, he's like a janitor cleaning up cleaning up the floor he's like mopping the floor yeah you know yeah he, look each stroke like you're gonna see it it's not gonna be uh blink they're gone now like nah nah <laughs> we're gonna watch him mop each square foot of this yeah. floor like you know so i think that'll be crazy and it'll be fresh 
And just like I said, he's highly evasive, like Valdo. Actually, he, he, you know, he fights like Got Valdo you. from uh, from Soul Cal from okay. Soul Cal <laughs> series. Bruce says, "Put Edward to their hand and peck him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, Why not so. at this point? So yeah, man. Uh, look, I like it, man. I, I think it's uh, I think it's a good sequel. I, I like it too, man. I, I'm like, what I want to ask is if anybody in chat or anybody watching or listening to this podcast in the future, uh, you know, if you don't like some of our ideas, pitch us your ideas. Or if you see something that that would make more sense or could, could fix the problems, just, you know, type that in the uh, comments or let us know. Um, yeah. So what do you think, Pat, sir? Uh, that, is that our sequel? Yeah, man, I think uh, I think that's the sequel. I mean, you know, we have the we have the beginning, right? Um, the middle. You're right. Now, see, with the beginning, with the killing. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we're not using the girl, we're not using a little girl as you know the reason why he's killing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have the the old Kim. So we have yeah. Kim. Well, we have Kim's mind. Right, first, right. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. so you know, maybe he's trying to get, like, like you, you feel me, like because Kim, I think that has to be the reason, even if it's not exposed in the very beginning, that Kim is the reason that he's going to these drastic measures because we know that he loves her that much that he would do that. Yeah, yeah, right? we know because he did it. He did it to Jim. That's the point I was trying to get across earlier. He did it to uh, Jim because that, that's the one thing he would protect. That's the right. one time he stood up and stopped taking it. Yeah. So so then now, right, uh, maybe she, the, uh, Edward and Kevin, they're cooking up this plan. Look, we're going, maybe she's in like intensive care. She's, you know. Right yeah, she could just be rooms. in intensive care. Right. Maybe nothing ever happened to her. She's just in, in intensive care and they're cooking right. up and preparing everything to bring yeah, yeah. her. Right, right. She's in like hospice or something. Maybe, yeah. you know, she's on her deathbed and um and they're trying to they're trying to kidnap her to you know to do whatever they want to do the reason ed Ed and kevin wants to you know bring her over Mm -hmm. to uh to the immortal side of town yeah and 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 the reason i wanted something to the reason i wanted it to happen in a way that something happens to her like that she was unjustly taken from this world or whatever is because if you just take her from the hospital and kidnapped her now you're looking like the bad guy or maybe she doesn't want that you know but if it looked like she didn't want to die and and they took her out or maybe that's the reason she got put in the hospital then it makes more sense to like try to bring her right right life. so yeah yeah, they, yeah so they actually cause whatever the the element or whatever is the problem yeah. that she's in we'll the call hospital them the, dying mm-hmm. it's because of them we'll call them the society right right <laughs> see so then now yeah. you know uh ed <laughs> he's uh you know he's out there he's he's going for revenge on those who caused that honor mm-hmm. right so we got that we got that going on and then we have uh the bots mm-hmm. we have you know ed has been being maintained by kevin mm-hmm. we have a new a new robot or a new bot that's has uh guns for hand he's a, he has hands he has guns for hands right his his yeah. hands open up 
and he has like a gun. And I forgot which movie was like that. It was somebody yeah. who had uh, their hand kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, had like a little blast, like a Mega Man cannon type of thing to him. Probably uh, Ghost in a Shell or something like that. Yeah, it was something, man. It was something recent. I, I, I like can get a visual of it. Right. So you have that going on. So we have. Um, Did you want to share any of the images you were looking at or? Uh, no, 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 Mark, because okay. just only because um, they I have like a picture of Valdo, but it, that doesn't really matter in this gotcha. instant. But no, it's all good. It's all good for this uh, for this sequel. Gotcha. Yeah, but I'm sure there's like holes and stuff that needs to be filled in. But we're literally just sitting down right now and creating this on the fly, basically, right? Right. I mean, we came with came in with a couple of pieces and just went from there. Uh, Patser, if he would have started speaking before I did, he might have took the story in a totally different direction. It might have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have. Yeah. yeah, I would have did a yeah. reboot. You would have did know? a reboot. Yeah. Ah, with like, so we're gonna we're gonna retell the whole story with new actors and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We would we would have did um we would have did like a reboot of it, and uh and kept, you know, kept like the the main arc like that mm-hmm. arc would have stayed consistent, yeah. but it just would have looked different. Gotcha. So um, so one of the main things that I pulled right because like both of us, even though we didn't speak about it, but both of us thought about the crow. Yeah, <laughs> right. Both of us thought about the crow. But one of the images that um that I really thought thought about for my intro was um it was Friday the thirteenth. Uh I think it was part six. Got you. I think it was six. Where the there's a couple in the car and they're on some whatever trip, they're on like a road trip. And I think Jason he uh he gets them now that might be eight because i know that one of them they didn't have enough kills and so that could have been like jason takes manhattan because jason takes manhattan didn't have enough kills so they just like threw in but it could have even been six like Mm -hmm. but uh (laughs) but you know gotcha Ooh, you know so um what up man uh what up, Furby? Furby? Yeah, <laughs> Dirty Furby. You know? The man of 10 names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 50 names over here. 50 man. names. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the direction that, that I would have took. Um, but gotcha. I like this direction. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you know, look, we're we going to take one direction. So yeah, we got matter. yeah, exactly. We can combine stuff, but it's hard to go all directions. Uh, you know what I thought about too? Maybe that part where I said Edward was the one slashing these people. Remember, it was like Edward in the beginning, Edward stalking his prey. Remember, remember, I said that in the beginning. Maybe it's not him. Maybe it's another bot that also had claws, right? Right. right. They look like claws in the dark. They look like scissors in the darkness. Maybe instead of the bot coming in to stop him, he's the one that comes in and stops the bot to save these people. Right. You can go any direction. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But I think it's good leaving it ambiguous to where you don't know what's going on when you're first watching it. Yeah. So you're first, you're looking at it, it's like, man. Edward killed him, right? So, like, let, maybe later on it's revealed that it was no, it, right, right. It yeah, was yeah. this was bot, stopping. yeah, right, that, you know, took him, took down uh, whoever, these innocent people, because uh, they was actually built, they were working for the billionaire, they knew his secrets, so he wanted to wrap up like loose ends, so he had him killed. 
I like it. Yeah. And he didn't want to pay um, Social Security, you know, because they was they was up <laughs> in the oh next four years. Like, look, man, he killing two birds with one oh stone out here. Okay. I like that. Um, Dirty Furby says, "Wait, they're doing it an Edward Scissorhands reboot?" Nah, man. So what what we're doing is this is actually Patcher's idea. Uh, I'm not gonna give you any of the ideas that he would talk to me on the phone, but he'll send me these WhatsApp messages of these just brainstorm things that he has uh, as he's working, I guess. And they're awesome, man. Like sometimes they're just really good stories where you're like start tearing up, or they're like uh, just a, an original take on something, and you're like, ooh, I would love to see that in theater. Uh, theaters, right? It was actually his idea, and he has a few. I'd like him to talk about them here on on stream one day. Oh yeah, but, we are. But he may possibly be writing the script, so I don't know. <laughs> nah, nah. Look, man, I'm a, we'll put them out here for the people, and you know, look, man, whatever happens, yeah. happens. So. Yeah, so basically what we're doing is just we talk about a film for a short, you know, segment, and then we decide, does that film, would it be cool to see a prequel, sequel, or reboot? And then just we write, like, these what-if scenarios or script about them. That's all the idea is. Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, look, I like like I said, I really like this, this sequel, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I like the sequel, and uh, the main thing that I, you know, it's like, man, is that... You, I like how you tied in the Frankenstein theme and mm -hmm. then with the the bride of Frankenstein. You see what I'm saying? Oh, like, I didn't, I didn't see, even that see that. that. You did it. So look, <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. man. But uh, I like how you did that, man. Like, yo, I didn't see it coming, but you you look, you tied it in. Like, it was fresh. So I, would, I like it. I like it. What, what would be awesome is one if, if one of the listeners or somebody that was really talented at writing could take all the notes down that we we're talking about everything, all the ideas we had today and kind of clam into a cohesive, <laughs> you know, script. I mean, I could do it too, but I'm not, I'm not like the most talented actual like writer, you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I could do it. I'll just sit there every day and add right, a little right, bit. Right. But you things. got stuff to do, man. You got other yeah, podcasts, yeah, yeah. you got gaming, like it's so much stuff to yeah. do, man. I think that, uh, I think that this format, what we're doing is going to be entertaining you know, uh, from a visual standpoint and just from an audio standpoint, you're listening to it on the artistry of, or you're listening to it and watching it on the BAMcast. I think either one, I think that the listener is gonna, gonna have a, uh, an enjoyable experience and be able to either drive to work or drive home or, you know, just kind of get away from the moment. I think that what we just did and what you're doing is going to, uh, is definitely gonna allow people to, uh, to, to escape and just to have a good time, look, man, hanging out with the fellas, you know. So I, th I think that this is good. All right. So do you want to? I did our our intro. Would you like to do our outro? Oh, all right. Uh, look, man, I, I don't even think of anything. Um, I, I don't think of anything either. I do it on fly. That's why I sound like right, moron. Right. Look, <laughs> look. So, you know, far as uh, far as the the podcast, um, I just usually kind of go over what's going to be happening in the future. Um, so guys, something to look forward to is uh, I'm going to be doing the serial killer. Yes. I'm going to be doing that on Twitch. So it's oh, going to be nice. live, you know, so we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, so that's going to be cooking up um, this week, actually. Mm -hmm. So we got that going on. That's coming up this week. We're going to be cooking that up. And, uh, and I think that's as far as, as far as I got, you know, so that'll cool, be cool. on Pats or underscore nine, nine. And, um, 
so that's it from my end go ahead whatever you would uh oh cool yeah check out uh also you're gonna be bringing back the actual podcast anytime soon yeah, yeah, it's up. yeah, yeah oh, it's it's up. Up. yep it's all, all right I so yeah the, He's... yeah i did that and because of you because of you man like oh you inspired me to uh to get back on because your last year your reboot of the series you know the band cast <laughs> man the promo it was so man it was so cool man i, I, Thanks, I enjoyed man. it so much i was like man you know i gotta jump back on the bike you know yeah. and, uh, and you know and, and drop it so yeah i, I actually dropped um it's called uh i think it's called boogie on it's 97 episode 97 mm-hmm. it, i published it wednesday i didn't put oh, it it's, in up, the Discord, it's up already yeah, yeah yeah i'll put it up i'm, 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 I'm gonna su- drop it in the Discord. i'm subscribed to your stitcher i didn't get a notification unless i missed it oh uh, yeah. you're on what are all the services you're on or whatever man it's on everything like it's, it's on uh, everything right <laughs> yeah yeah so the yeah. artistry of podcast by uh bo miles right that's what you named yeah. it by bo miles i listen to it all the time listen to his podcast because yeah i know we we go over fun topics here he also does that on his podcast but he also goes into like some real deep stuff too that i have you thinking so when you're at work just plug in some headphones i'll be at work and man he has a soothing voice for one <laughs> so he has a good voice for uh you know radio and stuff like that but uh the topics he goes over so even when they're deep, he still has some comedy in there. He still make light of it, uh, but he still goes deep too. So, uh, and sometimes he he interviewed people as well. It's just a really good podcast. Check him out. I'm gonna put all the links to his podcast, my podcast, everything we do in the description of the video. Once I wherever I post it, and once um we're done with this podcast. Yeah, and I definitely want um I want all the listeners to to at least try to join uh bam's discord you know some of y'all are gonna get kicked out you know what i mean some of y'all are really weird like yo it is what it is like yo y'all not gonna last but you know at least look, i give you a chance you feel me like so so for my listeners out there who listening um on the artistry of uh definitely like look if you really want it, you're going to be able to find it. So I'm not going to tell you, look, put in uh, HTTP, like, nah, nah, man. If you really want it, you're going to be able to find it. Okay. So definitely find it, join. You'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to connect with me. You'll be able to connect with Bam. So, you know, look, if you really want it, you're going to be able to find it. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm not giving you, look, up, up, down, nah, nah. I'm not giving you no codes. Like you find it if you really want it. So. All right. Well, what do you think? We out? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I appreciate y'all. Thanks everybody. See y'all. See y'all next time. You.